0: And welcome back to Scarves Around the Funnel, the podcast dedicated to Heart of Midlothian with me, Laurie Dunsire, joined once again by Mark Donaldson, who is probably going to ask what we're dedicated to this week, but since Hearts haven't even had a game, there's not enough has really changed and I don't want to dedicate it to Group A third place Heart of Midlothian because that will probably change. I would hope, anyway, by the time people are listening to this.
1: Yeah, it's slightly different this week due to kind of schedules or schedules or however you pronounce it. Um, we're doing this just a few hours before the Stenhouse Muir game. So hopefully we have won by the time that you and me and everyone else um, that tunes in listens um but yeah, we're we're doing it so there'll be no kind of mention of the Stenhouse Muir game because we could make it up, but we're gonna be wrong. So
0: <laughs> hello. <could> to...
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I remember <laughs> not a tangent because it is it is on topic. We played Stenhouse Muir many, many years ago, mid nineties I think. And we beat them on penalties. Yep, yep. Um What surprised me was the game last night at Tanner I wasn't mm. expecting East five to win or to go there and get anything but to win by two goals to nil. I mean that's that's done the united pretty much out.
0: It is. Now, yeah, yeah.
1: yeah they they're, they're not going to qualify as group winners. Um they're not going to get in as, as best place runners up. So that was a shocker of a result. Um but there's there's still plenty of incentive for hearts to to win this group. Um obviously to go through the next round, but I want to be seeded, I want to be one of the seeded teams in the next of course, round because yeah. I don't think we were last season if I remember rightly but I think we got the luck of the draw.
0: No um, we we were last season because we ended up um, We were? The, we went up winning the group because Inverness went out in the end.
1: Yeah but not everybody who wins the group is, is seeded. That's that's the point I'm making. Is
0: just that what it was you the, oh, you, Yeah
1: just because you, okay. Yeah but it's not a case of guaranteed seeding if you win the group because there's so many groups. You have to be a certain number of of or well, you have to be among the top Uh, group winners to be to be seated in the knockout stages i believe
0: i will bow to your wisdom on that because the honest truth is i cannot quite remember i'm sure you will verify um oh yes so so this week we will be talking about um your team for the coming season so last week we asked for listeners to provide their suggestions their pick for the hearts um, best 11 for the upcoming season based on what hearts have available so we've had some really good feedback on that so thank you to everyone for getting in touch and we're going to have a look through the suggestions and we'll talk about our feelings and opinions on that Um, and I guess that's going to be really the bulk of the show this week there's no point as Mark mentions to talk about football too much because we don't know what exactly will happen against Stenhouse Muir uh, I suppose what we will do is next week um, when we're on we can look back at the group stage because it will have been completed by then and we can then look ahead of course to the opener against Aberdeen and Before we get stuck into your teams, just um, a quick shout out to a couple of um, new listeners who've got in touch Andy Kent and Ian Ald. thank you for messaging us on Twitter and appreciate you tuning into the show. Hopefully we'll pick up a few new listeners as the season progresses. Always appreciative of people share our posts on Twitter and uh, obviously word of mouth is always a big thing as well. Um, So moving on to the team for the new season. So I suppose it's quite poignant to ask people to give us their team based on what is available because it's been made quite clear that what Hearts currently have is almost certainly bar maybe one midfield signing going to be the team for the foreseeable future into the season. Of course, you never know, injury suspensions or something might happen before the end of the transfer window or by January, we might look to put reinforcements in there. But at the moment, you know, what we've got is almost what we're going to be working with. So let's have a look at some of the suggestions. And as we go on, I mean, Mark and I can maybe look at what we think about them as well.
1: Before before you get into the, the kind of suggestions sure, as a yeah. whole, was there a, a, a kind of an obvious formation um that the majority chose or were there a lot of different 4
0: There's I would say there's a big mix. Um I think okay. there's maybe been some more four four two suggestions than there would have been because of the fact that Craig Levine has suggested he's gonna to look to play that quite often. I would say, on the whole, people have veered away from the back three, although we have got a couple of back three suggestions. So it's mainly been back fours, and it's usually been either a four four two or a four three three stroke four two three one. So on the whole, back four. But yeah, we, we've had a mix. Um, I can tell you what mine would be, but I, we'll go through everyone's suggestions first because at least four people were pretty much close to what I would have picked. Um, We'll start with Gordon Stitt, who's a regular contributor who got in touch and he gave us his team, which was Bobby and goals, uh, back four from right to left of Smith, Souter, Bera, Hickey, Claire and Haring in the kind of deeper centre midfield roles, Walker, Mulroney, Naismith, the attacking three behind striker Connor Washington. He also added Craig Halkett gets a chance as soon as either centre back doesn't hit form or is suspended. He's sticking with Clare in centre midfield and Washington up top as he's not convinced with Ucce. So first up, Gordon's, I, I, I like a lot of this. I would change a couple of things, but I like 4-2-3-1, whether that's what Craig Levino play or not is another matter. But I like that setup. I like Walker, Naismith Mulraney as an attacking three with Washington up front. And I'm in agreement with Gordon. I'm not quite convinced with Ucce and where he would fit in with the current team.
1: Claire's too deep for me.
0: Yep, that's one thing I would change. I'd agree with that.
1: And there, um, Walker. Yeah, I mean, I've I've done a couple of uh, of lineups just because I wasn't I wasn't sure about how to fit the players in in a mm-hmm. in a four and, and and in a three. Now Gordon's gone for a four. Um, I mean, Hauke. See, Halkett's a big threat. We were speaking about this last week. Um, in the opposition box as well. I think you have to find a way to get Halkett in.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: A Washington over I agree with. Um, Mulraney in a more central position. Again, you could switch with Naismith. Yeah. On the whole, yeah, it's, it's, it's decent. Uh, but I wouldn't have Claire alongside Haring. Uh, no. I'd have him further forward.
0: I mean, what, what I would say is what I put down as my favourite team, and um, I, I wasn't going to go into it, but since you've mentioned it... Um, Pretty much the same back five, Slam Allen goals. I did put Suter, Halkett, and then Hickey, White, or Garuccio, but with the potential that Berra or Suter or Halkett can play, I think Suter and Halkett could be our best two defenders um, at the moment. I agree, yeah. Um, But Berra's obviously the captain. He's the leader, and he's a very good defender, and he might well, I guess, get back to being as fully sharp as he once was, but if you're going to tell me, pick your best arts team to play the most difficult game we're going to have, Right now, I'd probably go with Suter and Halkett, to be honest. Yeah, that
1: that that's difficult because you would change it. Your most difficult game is at Celtic. Mm-hmm. At Celtic, you're going to be you're going to be probably more defensively minded. Um, is it, at, at home against Celtic is it sounds daft, but it's not as difficult a game. You know what I mean? Yeah. It is probably the second hardest game that we're going to get, but I wouldn't set up at Tynecastle against Celtic the way I would set up at Celtic Park. No, so no. no. I, I, I know what we're saying is pick pick the best. But it is horses for courses, and I, I'm still. My biggest conundrum was fitting these three centre backs in, and if we don't, which two from three? Bearing in mind, the one that most people are probably going to leave out um, on the whole would be the captain, because I mean, ability-wise, you would have you would have Halkett in your team along with along with Suter. This is tough.
0: Do, I mean, does it have to be that? I don't. I don't necessarily see that as a conundrum. As, as such, so it's just a conundrum because, for me. Uh, a it's conundrum a conundrum for you. But, but I mean, you a a p- four.
1: Levine's playing a, f- a flat four, so it's two from three. That's fine. But with that, that's good strength and depth. That's yeah. good competition for places. That's a hey. You make a mistake, and the guy on the sidelines is coming in. So yeah. that 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 I, I totally get that. For me, I just I would want to play three.
0: And the thing is, as well, if you go to a team, um, if you're a away from home and a team has made an obvious move to play very direct football and has a big striker and they're going to constantly try and hit them, then you're going to pick better over both Suter and Hal... Well, certainly over Suter, I would say. If it's a game where you think, right, Levine's decided this game, we're not going to be playing out from the back as much as normal. They've got, like, maybe Aberdeen, they've got Sam Cosgrove up front, they're going to try and hit him with long balls. We're going to put better in because he's still the best in the air. Fair enough. I get that. You maybe, would, you maybe swap, but then you've got a game where, like, okay... We need to dominate this. We're going to play it on the deck a lot. We're playing a team who's going to be playing it quick and quick and playing it on the ground. Beres not going to get in because that's going to be his weak point. Whereas Halka and Suter are quicker and they're going to be better with the ball at their feet. That type of thing. So I mean, it's
1: yeah. I'm maybe blinkered. I'm I, I maybe blinkered in that I want our best players playing. Yeah. And I think um, that better, Suter, and Halka... and it... As we'll get on to, when you give me your team and I give you my team, uh, <laughs> one of them is a back three, the other is a back four, but still manages to get the three players in. I I just think, this is a difficult one because I may be guilty of a little bit of hypocrisy here and, and kind of...
0: Would be the first it, time.
1: Would we, not be the first time, but <laughs> the, the, there is a disclaimer that everybody signs, even though you don't realise it when you listen to around the <laughs> funnel, that uh, hypocrisy is allowed if it suits the two presenters. We don't like hypocrisy from others, just from ourselves. <laughs> um, I, I, again, well, let's get to, to more. We've heard of Gordon's, and then we'll eventually get to ours, and, and we can explain explain while. Well. What else have you got?
0: Yeah, I've, I'll sack mine halfway through. Um, we, we, yeah, this is what we like to do. Um, David Aitchison has went four three three, Um So he's Winslow goes, Smith, Suter, Berra, White. Um, Left-back's interesting because... I think I'm maybe similar to many people when it's hard to pick because you've got a very talented but raw Aaron Hickey, who looks like he's going to be a terrific footballer. You've got A.D. White, who's got a good pedigree as such, but hasn't played football for best part two years, and we don't know what he's like fitness-wise. And you've got Ben Gruccio, who I think is a decent left-back, but won't be available for many months still. So. That's one where we've got plenty of options. It's hard to say exactly which one is gonna stick at this point. I think we'll see a a lot of rotation in left back, to be honest. Yep. Um he's went with Bazanich, Haring, Clare in the middle, and then he's went Walker, Washington, Naismith. Um four three three is interesting because sometimes I see a four three three as just depends how you want to call it. Sometimes four five one, sometimes it could be seen as a four two three one or a four one four one. You know, it just depends how you look at players on the pitch. Um, but I get that one. You're expecting maybe White and Smith to to get forward, but you've also got Walker in there. Rosanic um,
1: I, I f- is the interesting one because he's probably uh, that's probably a rare selection among all the uh, the people who got in touch with their team. Mm-hmm.
0: I think with that, I I don't think I think that's teams. I think it's decent looking. I I just don't know if four three three suits what we have available. As much as maybe other formations, personally. Um...
1: I'd, uh, yeah, I, I'd agree with that. I don't think there's a strong enough spine
0: mm-hmm. in
1: that team. I think it's 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 hiring us to do a hell of a lot. There's mm-hmm. a lot of ball players and a lot of legs around them. Um, there's a fair bit of work as well. But if the going gets tough, I'm not sure that that particular 4-3-3. Uh, I think that might be a game or a formation at home against the team you'd be expected to beat. Who's that, that wouldn't and be a
0: status spear, <laughs> hey,
1: I'm, am saying nothing. No, just uh, let's let's uh, preface that by saying rather than a team you're expected to be a team you're expected to have more
0: of the ball against. I know, I know. I'm just being a I'm just being a pest. You're being a dick, <laughs> pretty much. And um, Kyle's gone with Lamal and goals. And um, strangely, I, I think a couple of people have put their lineups from right to left which confuses me slightly but um
1: <laughs> how simple are you just swap
0: them i know but what i just it just seems an odd way to line them up anyway um looks like he's got halkett suit in the middle smith and hickey fullbacks malraney and walker wide with Naismith and harring in the middle Yes. mcdonald washington up front um interesting i mean we know levine said that he's going to favor a four four two. i think most of that lineup is Fairly obvious, and what people are going with the two to touch upon there is that Kyle's went with Naismith centre midfield. I get the impression that you you like that idea.
1: Yeah, I've got him as a centre mid. Of one of my okay. one of okay. my teams. I just again we uh, you're spot on with you said about the whole left back situation. We we don't know right now. We're we're kind of guessing. Um, we have seen for a few games, a couple of games. Sean Clare is a more central player that Craig Levine's trying to get. I think uh, the two of those, I would rather, and from what I said last week, and it all stands about um, the the, in the trenches and the work rate and wanting the ball more. I think there's more chance of, of course there's far more chance of Naismith wanting the ball, getting the ball in there, then distributing it to Clare a little bit further forward than the other way around. So that's why I like Naismith rather than Clare as a more involved central midfielder.
0: And it's interesting the way Levine's spoken about it because he has clearly said in interviews that he's looking at Clare to play in the middle as a two often anyway this season. He thinks he couldn't have. He says he didn't felt he could have played there last season when he first came to Scottish football, just getting used to the pace of it and I guess the game in general. Um, but he has suggested he's going to look him to look for him to play in the middle pairing alongside Haring or another stronger ball winner. The, the 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 player that he's basically said he's looking to sign to back up Haring, who's not available just now. He's given him number eight as well, which is obviously a very central midfield-orientated squad number.
1: Yeah, Kenny so, Black wore eight. Ian Jardin wore eight back in the day. They were pretty central, yes.
0: So I think he's looking for that. I mean, I agree with you. Based on last season, I struggled to see how Claire would consistently play in that position, especially in some tough Premiership matches but Levine and his coaching staff obviously will have seen him far more than um than us and a lot of the fans and I've not seen many of the pre-season matches so you know quite possibly this is something that will work and I guess I guess Levine looks like he's maybe wanting to simplify things a lot with how he sets his team up if he has that very strong harring type midfielder to win the ball recycle possession Hold things together in there, and then give someone else the license to pick it up and drive forward. Um, it's again, it's that Salvatore and Cameron, Brellier and Hartley type um, pairing, which I love. I would love that when it works. I think it's great when you can get that working. But it's it's hard because it's simple, but it needs very good players because you've only got the two. There's a lot of work in there because you'll often come up against midfield threes in the modern game.
1: Trust is a is a big thing. Uh, We have to put our trust in the management team, the coaching staff. They see them every single day. Hearts fans, you, me, anyone at a football club who professes a, a, a love and has an opinion about, of course you're entitled to an opinion, but your opinion is based on what you see on a match day. We, again, this is now me playing devil's advocate and um, potentially having, having a go at both me and you. <laughs> Last season, we banged the drum for a long time that Dimitri Mitchell and Ben Garuccio should play in the same team with Dimitri Mitchell a little bit further forward. We kept going with that. We kept banging that drum. I think it happened once. And I, I think Dimitri Mitchell's um, twin brother, was playing for us last season and, and not the guy we had the season before and it it didn't work and they obviously saw that and there was a reason when Harry Cochran was fit that he didn't play in the games so as much as we would like X to play and we have our favorites and we have those that that we've made our mind up about and we're not going to change our mind up uh, our mind about we have to we, we have to um, acknowledge at times that You know what? There are people paid to do this job and it's up to them to get it right or wrong. If they get it wrong, they have got to face the consequences. But they're they're going to probably get it right more often than not, based on the fact that they're seeing these players every single day in training. There's something that, well, as I said last week, there's something about Edwards. I know he's now gone to Burton Albion that Craig Levine saw in the week of the cup final that he thought, you know what? He'll do for me. You ask any Hearts fan, prior to that Scottish Cup final last year for a starting 11, very, very few would have picked Ryan Edwards. But he wanted someone with legs that could get around the pitch because it's a bigger pitch. So there is method to madness. Sean Clare, again, jury's out. I've I've made my comments last week about that. Um, I see him on a match day. That's all I can see. I don't see him in training, so I bow to, to Craig Levine's expertise. If he thinks... That that's the position for Sean Clare. Then that's up to him. Um, the 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 jury is out and the proof is in the pudding.
0: The second element to maybe look at quickly on Kyle's team is uh, Anthony McDonald, who Kyle has up front supporting Connor Washington. So Anthony McDonald, generally, quite an interesting one to look at because he was terrific against Kane and Beef. We maybe we maybe didn't touch upon that enough actually last week. Had a really good game. Got his goal, which was the just to finish at the the end of a very good move. Um, I think he is gonna be a really good player to have in the Heart Squad this season. Maybe we'll even push himself into being a regular starter. Hard to tell yet. I don't think he would be in Craig Levine's starting eleven for a big premiership game yet. But which is best position. Well, this is exactly what I was gonna ask. Um I think coming off the right, from what... I, now, I've only seen him as probably the same sort of amount of times as you, which is in matches where he's been brought on as a substitute. He's had the odd start. From what I understand, he can play both wings um, or both attacking you know, both attacking sides, if it's like a three, if you're playing a four-two-three-one, Um Usually, it's most effective right coming in onto his left foot. So I guess if you're playing two inside forwards, if you will. I'm probably going to annoy you with the different positional names here. I oh, know, um, I don't That's, that's no. a little
1: nod to the past. I like that.
0: Um, then you'd maybe have a Walker on the left cutting in onto his right foot and a McDonald on the right cutting in onto his left foot. But I've seen very small amounts of Anthony McDonald. I don't get to watch the reserves usually um, and I've obviously not really seen him for Inverness last season. But that's where he is best. In an attacking position, out on the right cutting in onto his favourite left foot. Would he be able to support Connor Washington? Maybe playing just off him in a number ten, quite possibly. Um, Hard for me to say, but an interesting look at it.
1: I think with um, with all the teams that we've we've been um, sent this week, and thank you for them all. There there is a decent variety in there, and that's the first one that's had McDonald um, playing either up front with or or, um, just supporting Connor Washington. I think with with Hearts we have options. I'm not saying they're the best options, but we do have a, a fair bit of options um, here. You've got McDonald who can come in. I think if if you're playing a flat four with a, a four in midfield and two up front, then you're you play with two wingers because you then play with two strikers, one of whom would be Uchi. Because if you're playing with wingers, that's a bit service. If you're playing a kind of a four three two one with McDonald coming in off one side, Walker coming in off the other. You're not you, there for for me, those, those two players, Walker McDonald or whoever they are as, as the two in behind the striker are not going to be there to just cross the ball all the time, because in essence, you're going to have one striker If as it Washington. It's, it's not going to be deliveries into the box all the time. So that's why I think the options that we have are good. Uh, we have the option of playing four, four, two. We have the option of playing three at the back. We have the option of playing two strikers and two wingers. So, yeah, I've got no issue with trying something like McDonald up front or in behind because, as I said, Peter Haring didn't come to the club as a centre midfielder or a defensive midfielder. He came as a centre-back. So trying out at this stage of careers of guys like Anthony McDonald and, and Andy Irving, uh, Connor Smith, just because you've grown up coming through the ranks as a set position player... Doesn't necessarily mean that that's the position you're going to be for the rest of your career. So if there is a position out there that is, is one of the Hearts players hasn't played yet, then why not see if they're capable of doing that? I'm not saying I'd, I'd do that in the first team, um, but McDonald up front's an interesting show.
0: Okay, let's get stuck into some of the other formations, teams we've been given. Quite keen to get through as much of these as we can. Uh, Chris Canning has given us our first back three, uh, which is Zlamal and Goals. He's gone with a 3 5 2. So Suter, Halkett, Berra, back three, as you'd expect. Haring, slightly deeper, the defensive midfield role in the middle five, with Michael Smith on the right. Mulroney on the left as the wing backs. Claire and Walker. More uh, attacking, but in the centre, players with Connor Washington and Stephen Naismith up front. Chris Didard Clare would be the most um, forward of the middle four, and he thinks it's a good mix of solid defenders and forward-thinking players.
1: Mm. Interesting first three, but what we've already seen from all the teams that we've mentioned so far, and there are more. No Uchi. and this is another one: Washington and, and Naismith up front now i i will kind of i will give you one of my i'll give you my back three yeah because it's very very it's very similar to to chris's the only the only change is he has got Mulroney in the team and i've gone for White or garuccio Mm -hmm. i've i've kind of i've I've made a play on that one but i've gone for a three 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 one i've gone for hunting in packs (laughs) and groups and it's it's, it, look, it's pretty much a, a three-five-one-one 5 one, one in, a, in another name. I've gone for Suterbera-Halkett mm-hmm. because I think that we're picking our best players. I've then gone for the three in front of them, Smith and, and White with Haring in the middle. There's our kind of defensive slash moving forward. Then I've gone for Walker, Clare and Naismith. And then I've gone for Washington. So the only change to the team that was mentioned by Chris, uh, he's gone Mulraney and I've gone White. I've got them. I've gone slightly more narrow um, with the team, but again, I've I've got that's one that's one of my teams. That's the three at the back team, but it is pretty similar to Chris's.
0: Yeah, and I suppose Mulraney's an interesting one. Again, it's it's a, a pick and choose in the game. If it's a game where you're going to be on the back foot a bit more, you'd be hesitant to put Mulraney as the only left sided player in that wing back role because he's not that great defensively. His strengths are going forward. Whereas an A.D. White or a Gerucio are more naturally fullbacks, so you'd want them if we're going to be on the back foot. If you're playing a team where you're going to expect to dominate and you're going to be expecting to ta- be attacking in the wide areas, you might, you know, look for Moreni to start because he is going to be the biggest threat in an attacking sense. So yeah, I I, I can understand that. Um, Maximus Hound, another right to left, which obviously throws me completely because you know, I'm I'm just not quick enough to to keep up with these things. Um, he's gone 4-3-3, three, goals, Hickey and Smith fullbacks. backs Halkett, Suter in the middle, uh, Claire, Haring, Mulraney, um central midfield, Walker, Washington, Naismith in attack. He said you can switch either the centre-backs for better and it's no change, but home to the old firm, that's attacking enough. I would say pretty much similar to when we mentioned 4-3-3 before, I just think it doesn't play to our strengths enough, especially in that midfield area. Um, again, it's sort of Haring being the only really natural central midfielder, and we're saying that as someone who's who signed for us as a centre-back.
1: Those three in, in midfield, wow. There's Peter Haring, and then as far as work is concerned or work rate is concerned, no, nothing. Mulraney, that's not his game. Claire that's not his game. It, it's basically a four-one-five. That's what it is, because you've <laughs> got Mulraney and Clare in support of Naismith, Washington, and Walker, there needs to be more protection centrally uh, for that one. But the 4-3-3 is an interesting one. If I'm doing a 4-3-3, huh, I don't know. I don't know if I'd be tempted to play Suter and Haring, and maybe a Naismith in there, and that would give you. Uh, th- th- this is this is probably a. This is probably where I'm, I'm kind of blindsided by by loyalty of trying to fit three into two slash three, and if they don't both all fit into the the centre back area, move them forward. Uh, I just think you need you need more bite in the middle of the park. If you if you go against a team with a, with that midfield of Mulraney, Haring and Clare, and you go against a five in midfield with three ankle biters in central midfield, game over. You've
0: lost. I can't disagree. Um, <laughs> moving on to Matt. Uh, he picked a 4-3-1-2. I, I, this, definitely the first we've had in this particular setup. Um, so, Which I guess could be called a 4-3-3 as well, depending how you look at it. It's goes goals, Smith, Halkett, Suter, Hickey, back four. moreney Arring and Walker with Naismith in front and then Uche and Washington up front. Similar issues to what we spoke about last time. Um, you've you've got Mulraney, Haring and Walker in the middle. I just don't, I see two wide players or an attacking, I mean Walker could be a 10, but he's not, to me he's not a central midfielder. He could be a, a number 10, no, 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 no. advanced attacking midfielder, but he's either going to play it wide or in that central attacking role. He's not going to be your middle of the park central midfielder. So, you, again, you're just relying on Haring to do everything. We don't even have Haring for two months. <laughs> yeah, and
1: that, that's why he's after a centre midfield. Yes, yeah. Is that that's Is that the first sighting of Uche in our lineups?
0: Um, I think.
1: So far, yeah. It is so far. It and, it's is, only yeah, the, yeah. and it's the second time that Claire's not been included in the eleven. So, those are the two players that we focused on last week as having big seasons ahead, whether they're in or out of the team. And, yeah, those are two key players who, if we get the best out of them, yeah, happy days. If we don't, then big question mark. So, again, we need more in midfield. Um, If I'm an opposition manager and I see that, I'd even change my setup just to jam the midfield so that I'd be up against Mulraney and Walker as central midfielders. I know Matt's probably saying, let's have them wider, (laughs) but then you're right. It's like... Haring has got climbing gear on. He's got a backpack on. He's got a kitchen (laughs) sink strapped to his back. He's got like a protective shield. He's (laughs) having to do everything himself in there. He he, he does need support. I think it's important, and and you're right, we don't even have him for the first couple of months of the season. I think because because he's been so versatile when he's been there, um, he does need help. But what do we do for the first couple of months of the season? That's, That's the interesting thing.
0: Callum Young has gone with a 4 4 2. and goals, back four of Smith Suter, Halkett Hickey. Uh, midfield with Naismith left, Walker right, Harry Cochran and Peter Haring in the middle, and Connor Washington and Uche Iqpiezu up front. I, mm. I'd i be surprised if we didn't see this team at some point in the season, with what Chris like has been saying. Um, yeah, I like it. Lot, a lot of good things about this one. Um, Cochran, first. I think that's the first time we've seen him it is. put it into is. the eleven. It's a big season for Harry Cochran. Um if he can get fit, I I really wouldn't be surprised if, if he'd be in Craig Levine's thoughts to partner Harring Stroke, the other combative midfielder, especially if it doesn't quite work out with Claire. I'm thinking
1: about the way that the school system works over here and that you've got a freshman, then you've got J V, which is junior varsity, then you've kind of got Blah blah blah, whatever. Uh, Cochrane's freshman year was a couple of years ago when he kind of came yeah. in and he was he was great. Um, he, he got opportunities he didn't think he would get. And last year, mixture of he had some horrible injuries last season, mm-hmm. just some really bad luck. One followed another. Um, which which brings me to a point. Off on a slight tangent, but again, always always related. Some interesting comments from Craig Levine this week about ch- training on different pitches and slightly different surfaces at Rickerton and how he's. Maybe thinking, could that be one of the reasons why Hearts players are, are getting hurt more than other players are getting hurt? So he's, by all accounts, from his quotes, just going to pick maybe a pitch or two at Rickerton and, and do most of his, his training there. Um, because when, when you're trying to come up with a solution as to why certain things are happening, there's going to be a process of elimination at times. Uh, Cochrane was just unlucky a lot of the time. Um, he's entering year three as far as the kind of American school system is concerned, that's when that, that's basically your penultimate year. And it could be a, it could be a contract um, year coming up for Harry Cochran as well. So I'd like to see him feature a fair bit this season. And you know what about Callum's team that I like, I like the balance and it isn't just a case of fitting 11 best players in and then finding a formation um, that, that suits here. It's, I think it's thought through it's, it's a front two of, of Washington and, and Nick Piesu, and it's got width of, of Walker, so there could be your supply. It's got Naismith maybe coming in off the left. Uh, Peter Harring gets support from, from Cochrane. The one thing it doesn't have is Berra. Is now, for me, Berra's not going to play 38 games. He's not going to start off 38 games this season. So, you know what, with Suter and, and Halkett, that's probably the best lineup I've seen so far because it's probably the best balance from Callum.
0: Um, Fraser Monteith gave us a 4-2-3-1, quite similar on the whole to what we've seen. So I'm not going to get into too much depth on it. Bobby Ingalls, Smith-Suter, Halkett-Hickey, Haring and Irving sitting. walker Naismith, moraney attacking three. But what, what amuses me is he, he then doesn't put a striker, he just says, no idea, all strikers are average, sell them all and get one good one. Um, so Fraser, not keen on any of our strikers, which... Um, Maybe a bit harsh on Connor Washington two games in, possibly.
1: Maybe. Maybe we could um, sell them all and and sign that kid that's just joined Newcastle, sign his brother West, and then we could have West Linton up front. Joe Linton has signed for Newcastle. And that is probably, I don't think that will be topped as the worst attempt at a (laughs) joke that fell flat on its arse throughout this season. As I'm saying that, I'm thinking this maybe isn't as funny as you kind of. It's certainly not as. It's awful, and you, because you, I know what you're like. I'm like, oh, we can edit that out, and you're like, and then I listen back to it, and then that appears, and I'm like, so that ain't going to get edited out, um, that, and it's not your homework for next week to come up with a worse joke than that because that is impossible.
0: Because you can't. You've just you've, set, is, you've set the bar too it's, low. It's, it's, just, it's,
1: just, it's, it's <laughs> even a snake couldn't get underneath the bars. It's that low. Strikers, yeah, give Give Washington a bit of time and, and let's see what we have here.
0: Okay, we will have a quick skim down because I'm aware of time and um, as much as we have had a lot of good suggestions, um, a lot of them fairly close. So, um, interesting, uh, I'll, I'll skip down to Roscoe Payton. He's also went with the back three. Uh, Zlomalan goes, Halkett, Beresuta, as you'd expect. Mulraney, left wing back, Smith, right wing back. Central midfield three, so he's went with Irving left midfield left of the central three Walker on the right and Clare in the center um with Washington and Naismith up front so well, you, that, that
1: would be pretty easy to move because I've got that in front of me that's simply move Walker up one mm-hmm. you're not you're not playing him as a center midfield he's not that that's Irving and Clare with Mulraney and Smith either side yeah. and Walker Walker as a ten or a free role just to move right move left but just a free yeah. roll in behind a, a front two that works,
0: so you could call it a three four three if you if you
1: want one two yeah three, four,
0: one two um, but interestingly, because uh, Roscoe had uh Andy Irving in there and he wasn't the only one Jamie Devlin also put Andy Irving in the center of a kind of midfield three or or two depending how you want to sit it exactly uh, big season for him as well because he was really good against Thunder united you mean know, you can obviously Try and ignore the moment that in the end some sent off, but was probably a good decision given that Hearts held out and won on penalties in the end. Um, big season for him. And technically, again, he's a player that I haven't seen enough of. I've seen him in the first team and I've been impressed when I've seen him. I've seen him in a couple of reserve games, but I don't see the reserves or the previously under-20s regularly. But I've heard in terms of range of passing and technical ability, he is excellent, one of the best They've had in the reserve team in the last few years, and he's also bulked up quite a bit this season to allow him to, I guess, be lot more competitive in the middle of the park in the top flight against, you know, your your more experienced midfielders. So a big season for him as well. So I'd be, yeah. I'd be interested to see if he can start holding a place, you know, in league games, especially.
1: Well, it's coming into the season for a lot of these um, youngsters that they're going to have to make the mark because we've seen so many players over the years that have come through with promise and ended up just playing part-time football. So I I think they've got the right people, at the academy and Craig Levine as as the head coach, um, to to develop the way that they need to. So it is a big season for him. I'm just going through some of the other formations. Stuart Miller's got a 4-1-4-1, which is interesting, because he's got the width from Walker and Mulraney, but he's only got one up front, uh, Washington. So... Again, you've got Harring, Naismith and Clare, he his three midfielders. Uh you could push the, the the wide players. I think if we only have one striker, your wingers become wide midfielders and have a different role. I think they become part of a front three or just off a lone striker. Uh but Harring as, as the lone striker. You mentioned Jamie Devlin's one. Um Perth to Paisley's got an either or an Uche or, or Washington. But the point that he makes is an interesting one about Hickey. We spoke last week about who's going to start at left back. And if you play him in a cup final, then do you start the season with him? Because you've obviously got faith in young Aaron Hickey. But the point made is he's not going to play 38 games because you're not going to risk burnout. If if Cochran wasn't going to do it, there's no way Hickey's going to do it as well. But playing devil's advocate there in a positive way, that is the one position that we are absolutely stacked in with quantity. Maybe rather than quality, but certainly there are a, a myriad of options for us at uh, at left back.
0: So just to look at um what we are gonna go with, Mark, because I've got what I did, so I put what my favourite team was, but I also put if I had to pick it in a four four two, because I've not gone four four two is what my favorite formation would be, but Craig Levine has suggested he's gonna look to play four four two, and I think that would probably be Um, in games where you expect to have more of the ball and at home quite often. So um, in terms of my team, we we mentioned before, so and goals in my back four, Michael Smith, Suter, Halkett, and then your Hickey, White, or Garuccio, depending on how things fall, with Berra as a viable option. I've gone with the two sitting as Haring and Bozanic. Now, we didn't see a lot of Bozanic in terms of people's picks, and I, I get that, I actually get that, especially if people were playing a... A midfield four, uh, not the four-two-three-one. 2 three, one. Um, But for me, if we're playing two sitting and we are going to go with three more attacking in front, I still have some hope for Oli Bozanic. I know that at times last season he was caught out with being a bit too pedestrian. Um, he's not a driving force in midfield. He's not going box to be box-to-box. He's not going to, I think, play defence-splitting passes on a regular basis. But I think sitting alongside Haring, I think that could work quite well. Behind what my attacking three would be is Walker, Naismith, Mulraney. So Naismith in the middle, Mulraney and Walker with a bit of width, but also quite a lot of attacking impetus. And then Connor, Washington up front. My big dilemma with my favourite team, which is 4-2-3-1, is that a player who I think Levine will use a lot, and he's a player that I know um, doesn't always sit with you, of course, is Sean Clare, because I couldn't figure out where I'd want to put him. Because I don't think he can play in the deep midfield two, which a few people did put in in their picks. I don't think you play him in a four-two-three-one 2 three, one in the two. But if you play the three, unless Naismith isn't available, I'd, I'd put him in there for Naismith in the middle if Naismith was suspended or injured. But I'd rather have Naismith in there than Clare. And I don't think he's as effective as Mulraney or Walker if they're both fit in the wider areas of the three in terms of driving forward, getting crosses in or cutting in from the byline to maybe make chances or have a shot.
1: Fair, yeah, and a, a good friend of mine from Penicuik, Cookie and Lenny sitting in a team as well, and he's not got Claire in it either. And Claire doesn't make my four or my back four team. Um, Lenny's gone with Haring and Irving in the centre of, of midfield, which mm-hmm. I get, and he's 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 gone Naismith and Washington. The love of last season for Uche has not dissipated altogether, but it's it's, it's kind of come on, prove you're worthy of a team in in or a position or a place in our team. Uh, he's got Naismith, Washington, uh, Walker, Moroney, White. So he's got Suter and Bera at the back. So th- this was my biggest decision. Um, I, I want to I wanna have players in positions that they're comfortable in. So my four is so I've got Bobby's Lamal and Golan. It's just for a four-four-two for the width to support um, the strikers. Smith, Halkett. Suter and White or Garuccio, depending on who's fit. Walker, Irving, Harring, Mulraney, Naismith and Uche. So I've not got better in there. Okay. So Which, I've not got better in there. Because because I like,
0: understand. I understand. I
1: it, I'll, I'll be honest I've got it written in front of me. I, I tweaked it from what I have written in front of me, um, because I, I'm being a hypocrite. Um you need I, I had Suter alongside Haring in the middle of the park. And I know you're not convinced, and that meant I was able to get Bera and Halkett in there. But if I'm Irving, or if I'm one of the other kids, or Cochrane, or someone like that in the middle of the park, and a centre-back is being facilitated in midfield instead of me, I think it stunts the growth. I think you have to give options to players in their own position. So if, if if you're saying give us your strongest side and I'm putting Suter in there, I'm not doing myself justice there because that is that our strongest side? Who knows? Probably not, but I can't really put a player out of position. So I've moved Suter back alongside Halkett. I think that's our most mobile defence um, with either White or Garuccio and Smith at right back. Walker and Mulraney providing the width and either Irving or Cochran alongside Haring with Naismith and Uchi in attack.
0: If I was gonna go four four two, I picked so I get not gonna get into the back four it would obviously be the same that I've mentioned. Similar to what I've said previously, so I've got Walker right midfield, Mulraney left midfield. I've gone with Claire and Haring in the middle, basing this on that Craig Levine feels Claire is ready to play that position. I think alongside Haring it could work. I've went Washington and Nesmith up front if we're playing four four two though. Because I don't think Naismith is at his best in a wide midfield area in a four-four-two. I think he's slightly wasted. He can play there, but I, I think you're putting your most influential player, certainly the most influential attacking player, in a position where he isn't as influential as he could be. Whereas Mulraney and Walker can both play out there and be effective in their own right. Up front, I'm not convinced by Uche, whereas I think Washington and Naismith, I think that would work really well because Washington will do a lot of running and Naismith could play off that. And in, in turn, Naismith could set things up for Washington. I think it would just be a very good pairing. Two players with a lot of energy, which would just cause a complete nightmare for defenses. Okay, I think okay. if you had to pick the front two, I just don't think that Uche and Washington would necessarily work as well.
1: Well, that would be your Sandy Clark, your John Robertson, your big and small, your um, second ball off the big man. The one thing I would say as a note of caution about Naismith and Washington, as much as I, 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 I like the idea, Commentating on a a lot of different games, different styles and different formations. The one thing, and it's even continued into pre-season. I did Manchester United at the weekend. Marcus Rashford, he's a number 10. But he needs to learn that he he doesn't have to play three or four positions in a game. Now, they switched him and Martial switched a fair bit. I think your your modern day kind of striker has been taught, don't just stand still get involved, but there has to be an element of um, education as to the position that you're playing. Now, with, with Naismith and um, Washington as, as the front two, I think you're, you're going to get more um, nous from Stephen Naismith. You're, you're going to get that experience of kind of knowing what to do and, and where to go. However, we have seen uh, when he was fit last season, but there's a tendency for Naismith to drift to go towards the ball, which would be the anti-Sean Clare uh, in some games. So I even saw Harry Kane coming deeper last season. There just seems to be a, a, a kind of, it's, it's probably more if there's like a one striker or as part of a three, where the players up front a lot of the time are are wanting to get more involved, as opposed to your penalty box poacher. Who's your penalty box poacher? Is, because it's not Washington's game. Washington drifts wide. Washington comes short. Washington can score goals from in there. But my worry there would be that he would be elsewhere when the ball comes into the box because he, he's going to try and help out others.
0: I understand that. What, what I would be hoping and what I'd be looking for if I was a manager from those two players is to ensure that they are um, in sync enough in their they're talking and they're communicating and they're organising themselves enough that someone is being the nine quite often. So maybe they start the game and Naismith says, right, I'm going to start playing off. I'll do some running and try and work in. You try and play off that and get in behind the defence. And Maybe they'll say like 15 minutes in, let's mix it up, swap around. I'll come deep. Washington goes deep, does some running. And Naismith says, I'll try and run off the shoulder of the defender because Naismith can play a nine as well. He's been quite effective in some games doing that. So I would say maybe it's a case of as long as the players are aware that look you can't both just keep coming deep and looking to create we need one of you to to stay a bit further forward, but swap around you know keep it fluid keep the defenders guessing if one of you isn't getting any luck swap around that's what I may yeah. be looking for whereas I think with Uche, he's a nightmare for defenders but the at the moment I look at it as he is a chaos factor a chaos They've factor to bring out. off the bring off the bench right it's not yes. working nice with Washington or McLean or whoever it's not working let's bring them on and let's cause some havoc up there that's but what, I would, see that's what yes. I would see it
1: and there's another example of options I think to to maybe counter what I just said this isn't a 19 and a 20 year old uh, Connor Washington and Stephen Naismith. these are players that should know better they should know how to hold a position so in that instance it could work the ultimate issue for, for me last season, was, was Eden Hazard playing as a, a main striker mm-hmm. for Chelsea?
0: False nine. <laughs> it
1: just didn't work. <laughs> it, it did, because his natural instinct was to drift back to his natural position. So the amount of times that he would get the ball, deliver it in from the position he's normally due to be playing in, but he can't deliver it to himself and there was no takers. So I'm always wary about players who are perceived as kind of attacking midfielders or wide players or forwards, but not number nines, playing in that kind of false nine role. I just think there's always that um, reset to norm factor, a default setting of I'm a left, forward left, or midfielder or wide trying to play that role. So I I think it's horses for courses. Um, I think with Uche playing them as... In a three would be interesting, but the two would have to be really close to him. But I agree with your Washington and Naismith. for mobility and for movement. I wouldn't want to be a centre back playing against those two.
0: Okay, moving on. So thank you to everyone for giving us their teams. Sorry, we couldn't get through them all. I think it's uh, proved to be quite a good point of discussion though. Um, a couple of points just to quickly go through, Mark, and I'll get some quick fire answers, if that's possible, from you. Um, Ryan Edwards is away. Were you surprised by this? Is it a good move? Talk to me.
1: Well, uh, last week we initiated the conversation about your give us your best 11. And then we were talking about the central midfield area and what we needed. And it wasn't until you added on at the end, oh, and Ryan Edwards and my first thought was, oh, yeah, I forgot about him. So if that's how I'm going to be, then good luck to the boy. I think Hearts have have done well in that they've got a bumper sell-on clause if he does go down south. And, uh, I mean, you've got to think of the players that have been up here on loan and have gone. I mean, James Madison was at Aberdeen. I know he was a loan player. But Hearts have done the right thing. If, If he hits the ground running and gets a big money move or gets a move to a better club, Getting a big sell on um, clause is, is, is great. But the one thing that they do abroad that I don't really do here um, that I know of is the buyback clause. Uh, it happens a lot in Italy and in Spain. Basically, we're going to sell you our player. <laughs> By the way, if he turns out to be better than we <laughs> thought, we're having him back, and here's how much we're having him back for. Is there a buyback clause? I doubt it, but there's a decent sell on clause. Good luck to the kid. Uh, by all accounts, one of the hardest workers, didn't mump and moan when he didn't get his chance, uh, kept the head down when he came back, was rewarded, and and ultimately you can never take away from him. He scored a goal in a cup final uh, for, for Hearts. So that'll be probably the highlight of his career. If it's not, then he's gone on to something really big and we'll benefit from a decent sell-on clause.
0: Peter Haring, out for a couple of months.
1: Mm-hmm. Craig
0: Levine has said... He needs to take some of the blame for risking him in the Cup Final. Uh, he's getting a little bit of stick uh, from some quarters for this, believe it or not.
1: Haring or Levine?
0: Levine. Um,
1: These are probably the same people who would have <laughs> said, if they were manager, they would have said to have Haring um, uh, Monday or Tuesday of the Cup Final week, uh, how are you feeling? Uh, I could probably play with an injection. Those are the same people that would say, well, why don't you take an injection? But now they're saying, well, it's Levine's fault. Come on, bit of yeah.
0: respite here. Yeah, no, totally agree. Um, Jake Morini signed a new contract. Uh, yeah, good. Good to be article by Ben Banks on Not The Old Firm about that. He's tied down till 2022. Good move.
1: Yes. Ben Banks, real name? Uh, <laughs> There's a curveball <laughs> for you. <laughs> right. reason, reason I ask, of course it's a real name. But the reason I ask, there are things called house bylines. Alan Nixon was a house byline for the record for many, many years. Alan Nixon doesn't exist, um, certainly for the record. Um, There are certain bylines that newspapers, John Shields. John Shields was my favorite. He was a reporter for The Sun. There's no guy called John Shields. John Shields is the name, the byline that is put on the article. If either (laughs) they don't want their, their name associated with it, or more likely, it's from agency copy or press association or, or whatever. So I'm sure Ben Banks exists, but that just gave me an opportunity to mention uh, two legends of the past who didn't exist. The like your your <laughs> best friend as a youngster who was made up. That's who, that's. Speak who for like. yourself. <laughs> you must have had one.
0: What a, ma- a made up friend. Yeah, we all had them.
1: Did we? Oh, you led, you led a sheltered life. When you fell out with your sibling, or you didn't have one, you, ha- you you found a you made up a pal. I'm not talking sixteen, seventeen years old here. I'm talking like three or four. Uh, right? God, okay we're, we're not talking about being at school and, and still having made up friends. We're, we're Did you make up? Did you make
0: up your girlfriends as well?
1: <laughs> <laughs> my my first girlfriend. Um, I think I've told you the story before, but for any new listeners, or maybe didn't catch it the first time, uh, I chose to go to Hearts against Hibs in 1989 instead of her birthday party. And <laughs> that, was, that was it for that brief relationship. Yeah.
0: That could be some good homework if you haven't got any.
1: Eamon Bannon, I think, scored. Was that the game at Time No, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. what What, what homework would you base on that?
0: No, I was just thinking there could be some good homework um, off the back of that. I don't know, Um,
1: times where you've chosen
0: hearts over over a a girlfriend.
1: Just dot, 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 dot. dot. The times when you've Wait, have we not not done that? Well, it clearly wasn't memorable enough. I (laughs) think we might have done that. Wow, memorable. Oh,
0: shit. Oh, excuse me. Um,
1: Ben Banks, eh? So he's real. Good old Ben. Good old Ben. What's your next
0: one? I was going to have a very small, um, maybe not a rant, but um, I've noticed, Uh-oh. obviously Hart, so Hart's lost 3-2 to Cambridge on Saturday in a oh. closed door... In, in a Gorgie Gazette t- training. only. <laughs> training. And you actually did see some people having a moan about it in the same way that they had a moan about a couple of our pre-season results. And it just... Uh, I hate reading anything into pre-season, be that overly positive or overly negative. I mean, and I had 97-98, Hearts went on to win the Cup and had a very good, very good shot at the league. They drew with Blythe Spartans pre-season that year, and they also lost to Grimsby Town. 2005-2006, Hearts also had a fairly decent shot at the league, albeit faded away, and they won the Cup. They drew with Berwick Rangers pre-season season And in 2011-2012, Hearts obviously won the Cup and hammered Hibs in the greatest game of all time. And they also lost to Cowdenbeath pre-season. Be that as it may, I can't remember exactly how strong the teams were in those matches. But the same goes for a lot of these results. I I still can't get my head around when people read anything into pre-season. If we played Liverpool and got a result, I wouldn't be getting too excited because it's a pre-season game. If you, and the same way if you play Cambridge in a closed door game with a second string side in a game which is basically a training match, which is why it's closed door, you're not going to read into a 3-2 defeat and you're not going to read into a 10-0 win. It's pre-season. It's warming up. It's getting fitness. It's playing around with formations and giving some youngsters a try. I just, sorry, it I just, I, I, it always gets to me when people read anything into pre-season.
1: That whole story can be summed up in one sentence. (laughs) Ready? Yes. Juho Michaela scored against Barcelona in preseason.
0: He did. He did.
1: That's all I need to say. That's all I need to say. Um, On a Billy Connolly-style tangent, in that he starts a story at the beginning, or did when he used to tour, um, and would eventually come back to the same story at the end, Hearts were unseeded in the knockout <laughs> stage draw for the League Cup last season and got Dunfermline Athletic, who topped their group and were one of the seeded teams in addition to the European entrants. Uh, and Hearts ended up as an unseeded team drawing Dunfermline when they could have drawn Celtic. So you have to be one of the best group winners to join the seeded
0: teams. How many? Are I, I seeded? It's terrible. Well, it's terrible. I the, can't remember.
1: There are eight seeds, four of which have played in Europe. Kilmarnock become a seed because they played in Europe. By the way, whoever did it, that T-shirt, uh, Killy's Euro Journey 2019-2020, um, <laughs> it's got a picture of Google Maps with two ways to get to Wales and back. Uh, <laughs> I, th- I thought that was, that was pretty cold. As was the Air United mascot. Waving a Welsh flag while the Tannoy guy played Delilah prior to their game <laughs> at the weekend. I love Scottish
0: football. You've got to love the just, just the sheer pettiness, don't you? You've got to.
1: yeah. For, from, from the guy who's absolutely steaming sparkle on the pavement while the Celtic open-top bus, which has been diverted to along a different route, goes by a pub on one side, and they're like, eh. it reminded me of when Livingston won the League Cup. And they did the open-top bus parade when we all got back. Two things. One, Alan Preston invited me on the bus on the, on the way back to do a report for Radio 4th at the, the time. We got outside Hamden. Instead of It stopped off at the Chippy, but instead of going to the Chippy right on Aikenhead Road that I'm sure many of us have eaten at, he went into the off-license beforehand, tried to pawn the League Cup in return for like 48 cans of tenant flagger. Um, but the, the beer <laughs> came and the cup came back. The beer was finished by the time we ended up, we swapped buses at some depot, whatever. And then we went along Amundvale Boulevard. There was literally a woman and a dog. There was no one else. And Marvin Andrews up the back of the bus on his own was loving this, waving to the woman, shouting. And she's, she hasn't a clue who he is, what this is, why they're going there. <laughs> and it reminded me of the kind of Celtic open-top bus parade with the boys sparkle on the ground. Uh, <laughs> it's... There's so many little things in Scottish football but it's never dull. It's it's great. Just don't moan at don't moan at um at pre-season results because they don't mean anything. Just just enjoy, it. just be happy. Just look we're, Hearts are unbeaten so far this season in the league. It's great. Enjoy it. Granted we haven't played a game, but you know what? It's the positivity, it's the enthusiasm which will be quickly dampened After the first probably 20 minutes at Pataudry when we go a goal down. But just just do it. We're not going to change. We're not going to become supporters of different teams. Enjoy the ride. It's going to be miserable at times. But you know what? This is what we signed up for. I love being a football fan. I love following hearts. And I love Scottish football. It's a pain in the arse most of the time. But I wouldn't change it for anything.
0: Very well said. Um, do you have any homework to put to the listeners? Because I'm pretty certain we have done the whole time you picked, time you had to pick Hearts over another engagement. I
1: think. Yeah, he, 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 here's, here's some homework for you. And I've just thought of this right now. It might be okay. as bad as the Joe Linton, Wes Linton oh, please, thing please no. that died in his <laughs> heart. But Sean Clare's number eight for Hearts this season, Okay. And I mentioned earlier Kenny Black and Ian Jordan as two players who didn't have squad numbers but played wearing that jersey. Who's been your favourite number eight over the years? No, I mean... I, this this means different things. Don't laugh at me. This means different at least, things at, to
0: different at least people. We could we could get a, a lot of questions out of this, and we could favorite number two, your seven, your fifteen. Of course 23. we could. There's,
1: there's met, hey, there's method to the madness, youngster. There's method to the madness. <laughs> okay. So it, it, it brings in all the squad number eights that we've had, of which, off the top of my head, I can't remember too many of them. But it gives you a chance. Just if, do you did you go and buy a number eight jersey with whoever's name on the back because you liked them? going back was was kenny black one of the guys you thought yeah i like him who was your favorite number eight and you can this brings every age group into it because going back you can have someone in the 50s or the 60s or the 70s and then up to date the more 80s and 90s and the squad numbers like that your favorite number eight of all time is 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 your homework this week who's yours
0: um oh that's on the spot um you know, favourite is an interesting one. Doesn't have to be best. No, I, I like. Just... I actually liked another black, which a, a player who ended maybe not being the most popular with all Hearts fans, given where he went to. But I liked Ian Black a lot, especially for that final season. I thought he had a terrific season and a terrific cup final. He was never the best player for Hearts, and he had, you know, apart from season 2011-2012, he wasn't a great player for Hearts at all. He was pretty but average. He was.
1: He was reliving, or not. He was. He was. In the dream that we all have, but 99.9% yeah. of us will never get the chance to pull about, on the jersey I, of our of our heroes.
0: I love that about him. I liked he had a little bit of bite to me. He was a bit naughty at times. Um, but that season under Paulo Sergio, I mean, for range of passing, for dominating midfield, he had some terrific performances from a technical point of view as well. Not a great footballer in the grand scheme of things. Overall, his heart's career... you wouldn't say it was spectacular, but for that season, that cup final, for someone who was clearly a massive Hearts fan, I, 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 a very, I had a lot of um, fondness for Ian Black, um, albeit he certainly wouldn't be the... The best number eight that popped in my head in recent times would be was Bruno Aguiar, because he did wear eight, I think, towards the end of his Hearts career, I think. Oh,
1: yeah, you, and you can have someone that's worn eight once. Yeah, yeah. And it, yeah. He, he counts. It's just <clears> your favourite. It doesn't have to be the best. Because back in the day numbers meant positions. Back in the fifties and sixties. In the eighties, when I started to go to the games, uh two was right back, three was left back, four and six were your centre backs, uh five and eight were your centre mids, seven and eleven were your wide players, um, and ten and well <laughs> ten was probably more central and nine was your main striker. Yeah. So eight. I like number eight.
0: Okay. There so we this go. week's show is sponsored by the number eight um in a so- no it com, <laughs> comes to you in, in, in association with In association right? with I, I, I wouldn't i wouldn't
1: be holding out much hope that you'll get some <laughs> money from a sponsorship
0: well from a number eight maybe we and, could and, just and, look for all the number eights to to chip in given that we're giving them some some coverage
1: number eight in a sesame street stylee that we don't have a letter to bring you this week but the number <laughs> is eight okay and we'll see. We'll see how we got on with this because, <laughs> I, I, as you say, th- this this gives us a a cheap sway way out for homework in, in in weeks and months to come. But I don't want to go for the obvious number nine or number eleven or seven because a lot of us would say John Calhoun for 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 that eight. Eight's a it's a good one.
0: Okay, your favourite number eight. Give us a tweet at around the funnel, or you can email podcast at scarves the funnel. Dot you can also contact us via those those two methods with any feedback, um, if you wish. Thank you to everyone for getting in touch. Uh, thank you for people who've completed the survey. We've had a lot of those. They were still coming in the last couple of days. So I think I'm going to close that today and we will collate the data from that and hopefully make some adjustments to the show, which will be positive uh, down the line. Um, we'll be back next week to talk about the Betfred Cup group stage which we'll have finished. Hopefully Hearts will be group winners and we'll be seeded as they go into the knockout round and we will also then look ahead to the league opener at Pataudry. Uh, but until then, thank you for joining me Mark. Um, we'll see you all next time. The number of the day I can hardly wait. The number of the day is... Eight. So that's the number of, stop. stop.
1: Yes, that's the number of, stop. stop. That's the number of, the number of the day. That's the number of, stop. stop, That's the number of the day.
0: Eight. Now let's stomp eight times. One, two, three, four,
1: five, six, seven, eight. Ah, uh, ah, uh, ah. Uh.